0: Welcome to episode 1 of The Social Century. I'm Harvey Morton, I'm a digital marketing professional and I spend much of my time online. The internet provides plenty of fantastic opportunities for us all, but it can also be draining. With so much noise, finding peace and time to reflect is more essential than ever before. The Social Century provides a break from the hustle and bustle of online life, giving us all a space to discuss the issues which really matter in the hectic modern world. Today, I'm talking to Beth Blake of Jazzy B Fitness. Hi Beth, can you introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you do?
1: Well, thank you for having me on Harvey. I mean, this is the first podcast I've ever featured on, so new time. I'm honoured. I'm excited. I um, run a fitness business here in Sheffield, and there's four aspects to the business, really. So there's boxer size classes, I do personal training, um, I do, or I was doing pre-lockdown, like corporate fitness classes for different uh, businesses, and I do a weight loss and lifestyle coaching programme for people as well, so yeah lots of different uh, streams to the business lots of things going on but yeah it's exciting
0: so I'd imagine that through lockdown you've had to completely transform the way you do things so um how easy has that been or have you found it difficult to kind of adapt and change things
1: yeah absolutely I mean it was a huge shock to the to the system and to the business as it probably was for everybody yeah I mean initially I just thought what what can I do you know I just had no idea what to do everything I've done for the past you know as I say 12 years or so has all been face to face and I've always I've never really wanted to do any video work uh, I've never I'd never done online even with my online coaching um, that's not actually any video work or anything it's all with phone calls messages access to the app where the workouts and things. so I've never actually had to work on on video so I had no idea where to start I had a few days completely freaking out and then I just thought right it's time ty- it's sink or swim and I refused to sink so I decided to um figure out exactly how I can move online obviously you learn as you go I found Zoom which like for many of us was a bit of a lifesaver um, and I moved immediately pretty much online with the classes, uh, with the personal training. And it's gone fantastically, to be honest with you. It's been amazing. It's been a roller coaster of a journey. And, yeah, we've moved completely online for now, which is is I'm really enjoying, to be honest with you.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So how have your members found the transition as well from being used to doing the classes outdoors or having face-to-face PT to now it, with it all being online, it must be quite a change for them as well. But it's great that they're able to still keep fit in the strangest of circumstances.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the people who were coming to the face-to-face classes, of course, them and myself, miss we do definitely miss that a lot at the minute, but we're, bit, we're able to do it online, which is just um, incredible to be able to keep fit at home. I'm still making sure the workouts are new, different each week, bringing new workouts, new music, new formats, new boxing uh, techniques. So it's all just trying to keep it as exciting as possible. And of course, it still keeps a social aspect, the fact that we're all doing it together, which is really nice. Um, and of course, we will get back together um, when the time is right. I don't—I think it's far too soon to be doing it now with, you know, local lockdowns happening and um, whether it's a responsible thing to do right now with the virus still going around. So um, I think I've made the right decision remain in remaining online for now. But yeah, I think we've all adapted to it.
0: I'd imagine that you're used to thinking on your feet and adapting anyway. And I know that your journey to get to where you are today hasn't been easy. Um, Could you tell the listeners maybe how you started Jazzy Bee Fitness?
1: Well, after working in various different gyms uh, in the Northeast, back where I'm from, and here in Sheffield. I woke up one day to have an email saying that the gym I was working in had closed down overnight. So I rushed to the gym to find it completely been emptied. So I um, put some business cards, fell taped them to the door of the gym and stood outside the gym all day waiting for the very understandably angry members to show up and wonder why their gym had been cancelled um, which I felt absolutely terrible about as I'd been taking annual memberships just the day before from little old ladies with the gym owners obviously knowing what what was about to happen so yeah rather sad and frustrating for all of us to be honest with you um, got some abuse from some members who thought I might have been uh, in on it of course I wasn't and when I explained to them that I'd lost my job I wasn't going to get paid for my past six weeks work they soon came around to it. Um so yeah, it was lovely getting to see them. It was just such a sad time. You know, I wouldn't have got to say goodbye to everybody. And obviously you do form relationships and bonds and things with, with clients that and they become friends. So um, yeah, it was a really sad time, to be honest, not to mention very worrying, as I had rent to pay and car to pay and absolutely zero money. And some of those clients, some of those people who came to the door that day are still uh, my personal training clients. So five years down the line, I'm really thankful for for making that decision that day that just happened last minute. And then from there, I just, yeah, went back, messaged every single person I knew, offered them 50% of personal training. and pretty quickly as you can imagine that's very cheap for personal training and managed to to fill those slots and and make up the income that I'd lost in the gym which was which was incredible really um, it took a lot of work and a lot of learning on the spot of a business I've, I've had no experience in business I didn't realize that I knew anything about it um although thankfully it does seem to have come quite natural which yeah I'm really really pleased about And then from there, I wanted to find something new and a little bit different. I wanted to find something I'm passionate about. I'm not somebody who can just go with the latest trend and do what they think is, you know, what will be cool and make money. Like, I'm not about that. I want to do what I'm passionate about. And what I'm passionate about is boxing and is people and is enjoying exercise, which I think is something that a lot of people really struggle to do. Um, So I decided I'd find the, the best boxing qualification I could, which was boxer size. I went and qualified in Manchester and I couldn't find any uh, boxer size classes happening outdoors in in Sheffield at all. So I I started with them and um, yeah, it's been pretty much a roller coaster ever since then, really.
0: You must feel really proud of everything you've achieved so far, especially keeping some of the clients that you found on day one Um, when you were probably at one of your lowest points as well, to know that you're that talented that they've stayed with you all this time. And is it true that your box size classes are the largest in the UK?
1: (laughs) Well, apparently so. I've done my research, and I'm yet to find to find more. And I've spoken to the founder of Size who agrees. So yeah, it's it's pretty incredible, really. But yeah, that's obviously a very short version of the start. There was um, there's definitely been some difficult times throughout, but it's been a massive learning curve. And I think I do love to learn and grow and learn. And it's great to make mistakes along the way as well, because that's how you learn and get better at it.
0: I think in the most difficult of circumstances for you to take your redundancy, well, it wasn't even a redundancy, you just lost your job overnight and turn it into a business that you're so passionate about is a credit to you as well. As someone who is used to kind of lots of face-to-face interaction, how much do you miss your old routine? And do you enjoy working from home or... You're looking forward to doing more face to face stuff again?
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a huge change from from what I've been used to in the past. You know, I do definitely miss seeing clients face to face. You know, that's one of my favorite parts about the job is getting to meet people, get to know people about their lives and what they enjoy and help them enjoy exercise, you know, and it's quite a social aspect, uh, the classes. So people come, they meet each other, they make friends, they go out together on weekends, you know, it's just a really nice atmosphere and a, a nice vibe, really. So I definitely miss that side of things.
0: Is there anything you do when you're working from home on your own um, and you're feeling like you miss that interaction? Is there anything that's helped you like music or having kind of any background noise or things that you found you do to just kind of replace that human interaction sort of?
1: Well, I mean, what I've done to get out the house, because, you know, I'm definitely not I'm used to be bombing around the city all over the place, different parks, schools, working venues, houses, it's just to, to being at home all day going from the office to the the gym room to the living room, that's literally my, my day. So I've definitely had to adapt to um, find new ways to keep me, my brain stimulated, and yeah, it keep me feeling like I'm connected to the outside world in other ways. But what that's kept my spirits up is certainly been, you know, obviously exercising, the boxer size classes for myself, even. It is a fantastic workout, getting outside, going running. In fact, a new hobby has been going for walks as I think the whole world has probably got into, actually, which has been nice. I was never really one for a, a slow, gentle activity, but I'm definitely big into my walks, different views, different places, trying out different things, um, reading a lot more, which is which is nice, actually. I've got into that a lot more since lockdown, I'm just making the time for that. But, yeah, and social-wise, obviously, like everybody, we've been doing all these uh, group chats and talking online and things like that but as it's been easing off it's definitely nice to get back slightly to the the normal world however we don't know how long uh, that's going to go on for um with the recent announcement
0: exactly <laughs> so you've got a large social media following how do you take a step back from being online and have you kind of ever faced any difficulties for your business as a result of social media negativity
1: yeah so I mean with social media I certainly try not to do too much scrolling because I think you can waste an hour can pass quite easily can't it if, if you're just scrolling so I just make sure I've got things planned in my day I mean Monday to Thursday that there's not really time for scrolling because of work and then I just make sure with my weekends that they're full of um you know activities spending time with with loved ones with family with friends um and if i do have spare time to try and think of other things to do than just scrolling through uh you know social media with strangers who i don't actually particularly know very well
0: exactly and i think family is really important isn't it and just making uh, sure that you're using the time productively can be quite easy to get lost in a rabbit hole online, really, with social media.
1: Hmm, definitely, definitely. I think it's about trying to find things that um yeah, to fill your spare time with things that actually you you actually enjoy, you know, and that brings some joy to your life rather than, you know, just brain numbingly scrolling through through social media, which, you know, which don't get me wrong, we can all do. And I, I certainly spend at least half an hour a day doing that but i try not to go go too far with it
0: yeah you can kind of get so sucked into what everyone else is doing that it makes you forget to use your own time productively i know that i always feel much better if i've had a day where i don't look on social media at what everyone else is doing and then it's kind of nice at at the end of the day just to have a little check in with with the various apps and things but um but yeah it's great that you are able to um kind of take a step back especially at the moment with um you being online all day doing PT and classes and kind of your whole business moving onto the laptop really Mm -hmm. Um. so let's just talk about diets for a second, because on social media, I notice people diet shaming others all the time, whether that's a celebrity that's said that they're doing a diet or or a normal person and that's been picked up on social media and then others are putting them down for the shape or size of their body or telling someone they need to lose weight. What do you think to diet shaming to people saying things on social media like you don't need to diet, you're too thin to be dieting or that food choices are ridiculous? What's your opinion on all of that?
1: Uh, I think it's really sad, to be honest. It's extremely unfair. I think it's the people who are going through this, that's their personal journey and I don't think people need to be commenting, um, you know, negatively towards them. You know, people are going through a lot to get to where they are, you know, and I think that people, you know, people should be, we should be bigging each other up and supporting each other with that. And if people aren't doing that, I think they're, you know, something's lacking in their lives and they need to find a new hobby. Yeah, I think it's extremely sad. And I think that um, it's, it's unfair. And I don't think any, anybody should be doing that to, to each other
0: i agree i think people especially over the last six months have become so critical of others on social media i've had it a lot because i've tried to document experiences i've had visiting other businesses going abroad and people have been critical of my choices and said it's almost like the virus doesn't exist and i just think when did anyone feel like that they could call someone else out on social media for doing something that's their choice and especially with diets, something so personal, it's it's no one else's business. About diets in general, do you believe that people need to diet or do you believe that there are other ways of reaching your target weight or, or losing weight?
1: The word diet in general I don't I don't like to use that word at all I think it's got some lots of negative connotations to it and I think um, the word diet also often you know you think of it as having like a sell-by date so it, it ends at some point and obviously if anything's just going to end at some point then you're going to revert back to where you were. Um, so I'm a big believer in lifestyle changes and small changes to people's little tweaks to what they're eating, their movement and finding exercise they enjoy and getting themselves in a positive mind frame whereby they see food in different ways and, you know, for fuel, for energy and also to enjoy the foods that that they love um, and not have to feel like they're restricting themselves from all the things they enjoy. So I think I feel very passionately about, yeah, people changing the way they eat and the way they live, if if that's what they choose to do, but doing it in a really healthy, sustainable way that they're going to enjoy, you know, that then can be sustained for the rest of their lives.
0: Yeah. And uh, tell us a little bit about the online coaching service you started. Um, Was the reason for starting that because you felt so passionately about wanting to help people to reach their fitness goals?
1: Well yeah I mean so with that I've had people for, for over the years coming to me for personal training and wanting um, to lose weight and th- the problem I've found for such a long time is that with the personal training we get 45 minutes together you know a couple of times a week maybe but there is so much exercise to cover in that time and obviously if, if people are wanting weight loss the 90% of, of the weight loss is down to you know what you can if the food you consume consuming, the calories so We need to look at that in much more depth and much more detail, which we're not going to get through exercising. So I've found it just means I get to know people on a much better level. So they're filling out lifestyle forms for me each and every week. We do a 30 minute coaching call each week so they can tell me about their week, their stresses, what they need help with. You know, what's affecting them, um, which is connected um, so I can see everything that they're eating, all their activities, all their steps. But of course, it's about, again, making making little adjustments that people are going to enjoy and still be able to have have treats and enjoy life, but just find something that they can that they can sustain so yeah it's been a huge adjustment really from doing personal training in this um, so if anyone comes to me now if they want weight loss um I, I feel very confident um doing my program with them rather than doing personal training with them because in theory you could do a personal training session with somebody every day of your life but you're not necessarily gonna, not necessarily going to lose a lot of weight you need to be looking at your lifestyle and yeah the food you eat how much you're eating and yeah adapting that really in a in a sustainable way
0: It must be so rewarding as well, helping people to reach those fitness goals, especially if someone's wanted to lose weight for such a long time and they've achieved that with you. You must find that really rewarding to see the results uh, from someone working with you.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely, it is an incredible feeling, you know, and uh, what I like as well, I've had this twice just this week, actually, of people who finished the program with me, you know, a year ago, uh, one was a year, one was about eight months ago, and they're still, we're still in touch, which is really nice, and they're saying how they've, they've maintained the way they feel amazing, it doesn't feel like a chore, they don't feel like they're on a diet, and they still feel great, and I think that's, that's what means the world to me as well, is because, you know, these people who go on certain shake diets are things that of course aren't sustainable of course they'll drop a lot of weight very quickly but they've learned nothing and yeah they, they obviously put the weight straight back on which I just find really frustrating to to watch and see people people selling these products so yeah just to be able to tweak people's lifestyle and for them to enjoy it and and um maintain it is is an incredible feeling and to know that they're much happier you know and it's impacted their lives in many ways with confidence and relationships and yeah the relationship with food and exercise which is which is huge so yeah i'm, I'm very mm-hmm. happy with it
0: fantastic um you should be so proud um and especially for for anyone who has done um best coaching service you'll know how amazing it is and as someone who is so incredibly busy all the time, do you find it difficult to take time off?
1: Uh-huh. good question, Harvey. Well, yes and no. I mean, I've not had a week off since 2019. I'm not going to lie. Um, but of course, I've been focusing on trying to keep the business alive um, throughout this very difficult time. And I do find it difficult to get to get weeks off at times. However, that is something that I'm going to address. 2021 is the year of getting some, getting a little bit more time off. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've certainly adjusted um, week by week. I've adjusted my working hours um, hugely over the past couple of years. So I said to myself, by the time I'm 30, I want to cut down, cut my Fridays and try and have uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. So um, I've, I've managed to do that um, after working seven day weeks and working very, very hard to get to where I wanted to be. I've, I've, I'm actually just working this, the same amount as, as most people, if not more still, but condensed it into four days. I'm trying to do my 45 hours within four days. So yeah. And that's that's been a huge impact. Um, it means sacrificing your weeknights for your weekends. But that's something I've chosen to do. And that's something that works really, really well for me. It means I can help as many people as I can during the week. And then I've got my time on the weekend to spend with uh, family and friends, which, yeah, it's definitely been a, a huge change for me to get to this point, and And I'm really happy I've managed that.
0: You must feel so refreshed as well going into the following week having had a laundry weekend. I think you're that busy helping everyone else all the time that it's important to take some time for yourself as well. It's easy for that pressure to build, I guess, if you're not taking time off when you should be.
1: Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. And I think without that that time off, those two or three days off, it is hard to, to... Continuously be so passionate and so motivated about it. So yeah, it's definitely been been a really great adjustment. Really, I'm really really happy I've got here.
0: Yeah, your role is so both physically and mentally demanding. I'd imagine so. And what does the rest of the year look like for you? Do you think you'll manage to take any time off, or because you've been so busy throughout the last six months um, during lockdown as well? Do you think it'll be hard for you to know when your next break is going to be?
1: Well, I just need to uh, make some plans, really. I definitely want some time off over Christmas. So I'm looking forward to that. But that will be a a strong 12 months. So, yeah, it's something that I'm going to look at. It's something that I do need to get better at um, is is just taking a, a little bit more time off. And certainly next year is the year of I might actually be like a normal person, and have four or five weeks off, which would be incredible.
0: <laughs> Anyone who's self-employed knows how hard it is to, to take time off for yourself. Sometimes I wish that I could just like book and you will leave like everyone else. And I'm getting better at doing that, but it's you you always feel guilty, don't you, when you're not when you're not present to help clients out
1: you do and if it wasn't something that I loved I wouldn't be this way I get very excited for Monday morning I get excited to speak to all of my clients um I get excited to do new workouts each week and it's it's something that I love very much otherwise you, you know I would have been able to take more time off so I am very passionate about it and I do enjoy it uh so so much but um yeah I definitely will look at getting a bit more time off in the near future
0: me too we, we can try together
1: you too Harvey yeah but-
0: Thanks so much for being on the podcast today, Beth. Um, Thanks for visiting the Social Sanctuary. And uh, yeah, you're an inspiration to everyone, I'm sure. And where, where can people find out more about you?
1: well thanks for having me harvey it's been fantastic um if you find me on my website jazzybfitness.co.uk instagram facebook Fitness. so yeah go go check it out i look forward to hearing from you
0: thank you so much for visiting the social sanctuary today I hope that you found this conversation as inspiring as I have. You can find out more about Beth and join in her online classes at JazzyBFitness.co.uk. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do subscribe and leave a review. It does help me out massively. And if there's anything that you would like me to cover on a future episode, tweet me at HarveyMortonIT.
1: I'll see you next time.